I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Real Housewives Coupled with Chaos. This is Real Housewives. So, a little different today. We have got three shows. We have got Real Housewives of Atlanta, Season 4, Episode 9. We have got... Dubai. Dubai, and that is Episode 6, and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 12, Episode 10. We, well, here's what we're going to do. We normally put out a separate episode of Atlanta, and we combine Beverly Hills in Dubai in one show. We are going to do that here, except for what we're going to do is we're going to put Atlanta at the end. And so for those of you who aren't aware about what how we handle things, that, that's a subscription. So you'll hear Beverly Hills and Dubai and you'll have to subscribe to here Atlanta. That's a little different than normal, but you figure it out because it's us. It's the way we do things. There's only so much time. And we watched, I think, in the last – we've watched so much TV in oh, the last – Crazy. 24 hours. Because we couldn't watch it any other time. Yeah. Kids. <laughs> so let's start with Beverly Hills. So it is very – so you say – is the episode title, and that has to do with Sutton and Diane back and forth. I texted you. I saw this episode first, and I texted you, and I said um, – or no, we watched it at the same time, I think is what it was. Because uh, I texted you about Diana, and you were right back. I've already seen it. Yeah. If you could not uh, – look, on social media, I see people defending her. Seriously? Yeah, I She's guess like people, the worst human on the planet. I, here's what I think it is. I think it's that the feeling is Sutton is conservative, right? Yeah. And so, so I are think. We. Well, I think people don't like Sutton for that reason. Mm. So Sutton could do anything. Sutton could be a saint, and because of that, I think she's just going to be hated. Hmm. It's just my it's just my theory. So I think it falls along that line because Diana has done nothing other than well, maybe hang also, out with her family. She seems to be a loving family member, right? She seems to care for her children. Uh huh. And and I think that is admirable. But aside from that, it may also have something to do with um, Sutton being such a southern belle because not everybody can relate to that if you haven't grown up around I can. i'm a southern belle at heart from the south you know no, and you're not used to that that could put somebody off too yeah and sutton is awkward i think yes. everything about that sutton makes you uncomfortable uh-huh you don't know what she's going to say she's subject to blurting out something that yeah. came out wrong to cry at a moment's notice. Yeah. It's, she is a bit awkward. Uh-huh. I do think that Diana was right that she does stumble with her words yes. a lot. That's, yes. That's the that's, real thing. I think that's an accurate description. I think the way she changed that up this time was to hurt her. I yeah. think she's purposefully trying to hurt and lash out at Sutton. Yeah. It's ugly and mean. The whole pretending to hug her and make up with her and then to come back Lock and tell her. her later 
that it was insincere and how could you not know and you're an idiot. Like, that was horrible. They replayed the whole mocking scene from last week, and it's yeah. worse than I thought. Yeah, it's terrible. It really is bad. You can't do that to somebody. No, that's horrible. I don't I, – I, Sutton seems like she's really being sincere. Yes. But, but Diana won't even listen. No. At all. And I think that's what is throwing Sutton off her game. She's never encountered somebody <laughs> that's such a mean girl all the time. Yeah, and just – She doesn't know how to react or how to take that. I told you today I think that's what – why she uh, defaults to cursing because she doesn't <laughs> right. know what else to do. It's like overwhelming. You know, right. it's, it's like a, a toddler, like, screaming because right. they're overwhelmed. Well, we saw, not to go back to 90 Day Fiancé, but if you are here and you're a 90 Day Fiancé fan and you have Discovery Plus, what I'm going to tell you to do, and I think Peacock may have the same thing. It's like a Real Housewife channel, but a 90 Day is to just go in and turn it on. It's just random shows. And we saw a Swaylu during the tell-all <laughs> just freak out because everybody was yelling. Uh-huh. And you saw him just shake and put his hands over his ears. Yep. This is like Sutton, I think. Yep. She doesn't know what to do. I'm completely or just perplexed by what I'm seeing in front of me. I've never seen this before. You know, in an adult, that's like a, a symptom of autism mm-hmm. to have sensory overload like that. So, interesting. With It wouldn't surprise me with this way, Lou. It wouldn't me either. Yeah. Sutton doesn't have that. No. She also doesn't scream. <laughs> right. But she does throw out random F-bombs. Right. Don't so. be a MF. <laughs> I can't believe they had that whole scene with Diana at her house. That was just horribly boring. Just her sitting yes. there chatting. Mm-hmm. Like, yawn, really. And she said, some people find me rude and cold. You think? Yeah. Some? Yeah, that's what she Apparently says. Kyle doesn't. No, evidently not. Sutton, you seem so, is, is genuine. I'm so disgusted with Kyle this season. Every episode makes me despise her more and more. Mm. She's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like she wants to be everybody's best friend well, it's or like, to be looked at as like she's so great by every single person well i think it's like she's i think she believes she's like on-site production like it's her job to tell people what they can feel and oh no this isn't a story yeah you going after you talking to diana about you know her being on bed rest that's not a story we're not going to talk about that <laughs> And we're not going to talk about you having two miscarriages. That wasn't cleared yeah, by that, me. And that wasn't true. <laughs> yeah. We don't know that that's true. Right. We haven't vetted that yet. So it's like she's in control. Yes. You that's see what it. it is. You see Garcelle. Look, Garcelle and Erica are having a conversation, a real conversation where it looks like for the first time in forever – Erica isn't is, blowing her stack and is owning up for the mistake that she made. That uh-huh. should tell you how big of a mistake this was. Yeah, it was that big. Erica can't even deflect it. Mm-hmm. So while this is happening, right? 
Kyle pops in. Yeah, she just inserts herself. It's it kind of reminds me of of Lisa. Yes, Rena. Well, they're all friends. I mean, Lisa was doing the same thing out in the yard. Mm-hmm. It was what Sutton said to Diana, MF her and soulless. This is yes. what I heard. And at no point did Sutton go. And she wasn't even there. Did let's talk real quick about Kyle <laughs> denying. And she didn't bring up the issue about the miscarriages. Mm-mm. She didn't bring it up. That's the natural defense. Sutton sat back. Either she didn't think of it. We talked about it last week. Means Sutton didn't tell Garcelle mm-hmm. that Kyle bruised her arm, yeah, and discounted her miscarriages as right. not probably not happening because she'd never That's heard so of it before. Horrible. I personally, I could not get past that. So Kyle inserts herself and says, well, Erica, I've known her forever, and this is only the second time I ever remember her doing this. And it's not that bad. And everybody can see that she's really drinking too much. And so this is where our new cast member, Cherie. Yeah, that's great. She comes in and she says, I think I know what the issue is here. Because it was about jumping ship mm-hmm. is what Garcelle had yeah. said. You're, you've jumped ship. This is what I'm talking about. Right. And Kyle's like, I'm on everybody's side. Uh-huh. I don't know. And that's, and the, that's what I'm saying. Cherie she wants says, to be everybody's yes. hero. She, I think I wrote it down. She said, in this moment. She just needs you to, to be, be neutral. neutral. I'm like this. One, who That's is it. this person? Pegged it. And where did they find you? And, and let's have more of you. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Well, I wonder if she gets angry and upset. Be the voice of reason in this group. They need one. Yeah, because she was even, but she was still funny because they still talked about having a threesome with Oliver. <laughs> she and she's said, like, I would. Yeah, I, I would. would. Just to be honest, I would. I would do this. Oh so, I mean, so it tells you that, you know, she's not completely prim and proper, uh-huh. but that she sat on the outside and saw that, look, Kyle, if it, it's, it's, this is hurtful. Typically somebody would say, if you don't have anything positive to say, don't say anything at all. Right. That's, those are the words that you would hear uh-huh. that people would be snippy with each other, but that she put it so calmly uh-huh. and said in this moment, what she needs from you is for you to be neutral. There's no response to this. You, we talked about this in the kitchen. Crickets. Because mm-hmm. nobody knows what to say. Because mm-hmm. you know what? There's no response. She just needs you to be neutral. This doesn't mean I don't need you to take a side. This is not like Lisa Barlow and you're not a good friend. You didn't defend me. Mm-hmm. And what do we get? What other show this do we get? This is a stay out of New it. Jersey. It's not your business. It's just like, <laughs> look. I need you to be neutral is never going to be said on Real Housewives of New Jersey. Right. Because there is no neutrality there. It's not allowed. And you think there should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's places there where you go, you know what, maybe you ought to sit this one out. Yep. On New Jersey or Salt Lake City, it would be taboo if you didn't clearly draw your line about who yeah, side you were on. Yeah, that's what you have wrong. to do. That was expected. You see, some people are just, you know, just how about you sit this one out? And you see people do that. I mean, that happens. I hate it, like with the situation with Sutton and Diana as an example, on the couch talking alone. 
I hate it when two people are trying to work something out and others come gather around and insert themselves. It's like these two are never going to work it out if everybody keeps inserting their opinions. Well, you saw it like an ultimate girls trip. I'm not – obviously we're not fans of Jill. But you saw as the fights are going around the table, Jill just kind of leaned back and she's just watching. He's like, hey, hand me like some I'm, popcorn. Yeah, I'm sitting this one out. And that's all you need from Kyle. Right. You don't have to be involved in every single thing. Mm-hmm. Because look what happens. She is – and you get busted because you're going to be on really the wrong side of whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Meredith and Jen Shaw. Oh, what you a know? mess. I mean, we haven't talked about Jen Shaw at all. We kind of missed no, that for breaking We're going to save that for uh, Yeah, we kind of got blindsided by that one. So, But we'll talk about that probably in depth as more stuff comes out. Mm-hmm. But it's just Kyle, you know? And she does it twice. Mm-hmm. She's not learning she anything. She does it with Diana, and she does it with Erica. Both. And that nobody is really able to call her out. Mm-hmm. Garcelle does. Right. And it's nice to have somebody pop in. Breath of fresh air. Yeah, maybe there'll be a new threesome coming in. Mm-hmm. Right? The threesome will be Sheree, Garcelle, and Sutton. So, what a mess. I just... um. I'm just shocked. You know, we saw them, just the wealth and the money. You know, you get reminded. Sometimes you forget that Mm -hmm. these people don't have, like, our kind of problems. Mm -hmm. What do we get? We get Garcelle. You see what her shoe bill was? Yes. $2,272. How many pairs of shoes was that? Three? I don't know. I I wasn't paying that close attention Uh to it, but. I was listening, not really watching, but it sounded like it was like three pairs of sneakers. That's amazing. After tax, I guess that would Yeah, be. she said 500 was the budget, but she got multiple pairs. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that's you a know? mess. That's just two, $2,200 for shoes. That's crazy. Tennis shoes, I mean, gym shoes, they're not like you use them. They're not... Basketball shoes. It's not like you're going to play basketball right. in them. They are. I'm fashions. going to the Nike outlet, standing in line just to get inside, <laughs> and I'm going to pay fifty bucks max for a hundred dollar pair of shoes, yeah. and I'm going to wear them until they fall apart and they are no you, longer blue because they're stained by dirt. You will have me glue the soles back on. <laughs> Correct. At least one time. <laughs> That's how I roll. <laughs> yeah. I have my shoes for so long that the soles dry rot and fall off. And you use Gorilla Glue and put them back on. <laughs> you know, Erica, Garcelle brought up Erica being in the drinking. Uh-huh. And we see, you can see it's a problem. Yes. She kind of brushes it off as new medication. But guess what you would do if you were on that medication? You wouldn't what? be drinking at all. Because yes. you can't mix meds and yeah. you know, mood-altering meds with alcohol. And we see in the preview her just drinking more and more. Yeah. And then when she walked in that party and made the big deal out of one and done, but Garcelle counted at least three. Yeah. And once again, Sheree pops in, you know, because she talks about all the stuff that happened, falling on the boat. Right. And and the stuff with the kids mm-hmm. and, you know, everything going on. And it's the same thing. Does this look like a person who's, who's in, in control? control? Bam. <laughs> it's like Lydia saying to kid, you know. Marriage is a covenant, not a contract. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no there. answer for that. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts a lot. 
So, boy, the preview for this was ugly, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. You know, because we get Crystal and her eating disorder. Yes. I wonder if the preview is right. If Erica really tells Crystal that she can't eat that because it's chicken. If that's real and not an edited (sighs) thing just to make us watch. Horrible. Erica's the one that's got to be canceled. Yes. I mean, I get the drinking thing, and you're not in control within reason. But you only get to use that excuse so many times. Yeah. Especially when people are telling you, I'm concerned you have a drinking problem. Mm. Because having people alienate her for real with yeah. this behavior because of the drinking is the only way she's going to hit enough of a rock bottom to do something about it. Yeah. If everybody's still rallying around her, she's just going to keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. And and I applaud Garcelle after going through the addiction with her son for trying to intervene to help Erica see that maybe she has a problem. I mean, she is actually legitimately trying to help. Yeah, and they are having this discussion not with Erica around. It's kind of, if you're going to pull anybody aside, maybe it is Kyle. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's the one. Because Ren is not the one. No. I think they just didn't expect Kyle to just defend Erica. Yeah. Well, it's good to see her like this. <laughs> it's good. This is good. Maybe in their world, you know, it's pretty normal. Hmm. Dubai was, I would say Dubai was kind of. It was kind of boring until, until the last scene. And I told you, turn it up and get ready for this dinner. In the house after the kid gets dismissed from the table because it's going to go left and it's going to go fast. Yeah, it's odd that you get real stuff. Like we can see it and we go, this is contrived. This is put together. This is raw. My mouth dropped open and I rewound it and watched it again because it was like having somebody walk up and douse me with a bucket of ice water. I was in such shock. I was like, did I really just see what I just saw? I don't think you have to have even watched the show. But I think if you take and go watch the last 10 minutes of Dubai and you see that scene, it's probably less than 10 minutes, but I'm just going to call it the last 10 minutes, the scene where they're at the table. Yeah, They go into Carolyn Brooks's place with Sarah and the two friends. And that turns into just... World War II, like a bombing. (laughs) We we don't talk about kids a lot, but there was something odd about his behavior. Not odd, but it seemed seemed like a buzz in the air. As he was in the adults were in the room, he came in there to eat, and evidently he picked up a piece of chicken with his hands. And she kind of freaked out, and you saw her say, use your knife, and you saw him pick up the silverware, and he doesn't use a knife. Look, our this sounds bad. Our twenty-two-year-old can barely use a knife. Yeah, our fourteen-year-old cuts meat with a knife better than our twenty-two-year-old. <laughs> so we always joke him about needing somebody to cut his meat. Because because when he uses a knife, it looks like he's sawing wood. <laughs> it's like hard. Like it's a brute force so, thing. And you, she corrected him in front of everybody. And we've talked. If you listen to us, you heard this last week. She corrected him out loud, like a mom does at the grocery store. You know you're not supposed to do that, and you can tell the boy had never 
heard this before. He had never heard, don't eat your chicken with your hands. Mm -hmm. You could tell. He's like flummoxed. He doesn't, what are you talking about? So he's picking up stuff and it's awkward. And so she kind of sends him off to bed being done. And it all ensues about her talking about boarding school. And she freaks out. Yeah, because... The friends both agree and tell her that, you know, in a nice way, and did say, do you mind if I I share something? And they said, you know, basically, you need to be closer to your kid. There's a kind of a cold distance between you, and you're probably going to regret that at some point in your life. This is the time to be developing a close relationship and sending your kid to boarding school can be very damaging and hurtful in your relationship. Mm. Because uh, see Carolyn Sanberry? Right. Because they can take it as abandonment. Look at her. She right. is the perfect that's she what she is Sarah should have said. The way she is because of that. And well, that's basically what these friends said to her is everybody we know who's been to boarding school has said the same thing. That they feel abandoned and they come home hating their parents for abandoning them. It was The boy came into the room to eat, and it started with – they had like a – it almost looked like a a Costco rotisserie chicken Mm -hmm. is what it looked like. You know, those whatever – what's the cost of those things? Well, like five bucks. Yeah, five bucks. pretty cheap. So do you want – she said something like, do you want mommy to cut some of this for you? And the, the answer turned out to be yes, and then she gave it to the help to use Ramona's terms. And she told the the woman to go over there and cut some meat off for him instead of her doing it. Mm-hmm. And then it was time for him to go up to bed. And she said to the help, go up there and tuck him in. And that's where Sarah said, don't you think you want to do this? Uh-huh. And that's where the conversation ensued. Yeah, because she acted excited about sending him away. Yeah. And they said, does, she said, I was trying to decide between 10 and 11. She said, well, does he know? And she said no. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Who sends a kid away at that age? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why would you do that? And so the, it, they're it, not even annoying the, yet. There was screaming <laughs> going on. Wait till they come back and they're teenagers. wonder if, if, if Brooks, Carolyn Brooks, sees that now and goes, well... Gosh, that didn't go well. It was like I had an issue at work, and it was like today went. Oh, that didn't go well. <laughs> I didn't want it to go like that, and so I wonder what she thinks. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she went off. It sounds off like she's the rails. Or, like she was ready to disown her childhood friend just for agreeing with the other lady. Yeah, you you can't talk to people that way. I mean, I get it. It's a sensitive subject. Well, she said you can't talk to me about how I raise my kid. And they were actually just trying to help. Yeah, because you're talking boarding school. You send him up to bed without you. You know what I mean? I get all that. Maybe because you're having a house guest or something Even the good night hug was a little stiff, shall we say? Mm. Didn't you think? Yes. Something seemed odd. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't know what it was. I'm not sure, but it was awkward. It kind of reminded me. The appearance of the relationship between her and the kid kind of reminded me of, like, someone who's been completely raised by a nanny. 
where the mom has no hands-on involvement whatsoever with the kid. You know, it's like yes. they have the help bring them out when there's guests right. so they can parade around Here their prissy, are. pretty kids, and then they send right, them away. off. Because yeah, I don't the, really want you around. The time, it's adult time. <laughs> right. You and guys. that's how I felt when she sent him upstairs. Well, are you done with your chicken? Okay, then you can go. Good night. He didn't have any <laughs> vegetables either. He just ate chicken. Yeah, the whole thing seemed awkward. Yeah, it was It was not good. And it, it was like she was trying to show off her mothering skills. Right. With somebody who hadn't been mothered. And And when they weren't impressed, she blew up. Yeah. You know, I told you a story about me, you know, just in general yeah. with my mom and just there was an incident and where something had happened that had surely happened before and just a huge overreaction. I was probably six. <laughs> just her showing off in front of everybody. Yeah, it was just an oddball thing that I remember now. You know, I got knocked to the ground over just an exclamation that I had made. And and I was so young, I had to have heard that somewhere before. Right, it's not something you would say. It wasn't even a curse word. It. Right, so you go, you, it's that people showing off in front of her friends. Mm-hmm. You you know you're not supposed to eat with your hands. Mm-hmm. That is never acceptable. Right. What it is is maybe she's tried and. She's just not happy with the way things are turning out, so she's going to send him to boarding school for them to try and fix it. Yeah. When it seems like the kid's a well-behaved, right. nice, he Respectful. seems like a very gentle soul uh-huh. is what he seems like. And yeah. and those are the kind of kids you wouldn't want to send away because no. you wouldn't want them to get jaded by people who yes. aren't soft and sensitive. It's right. how we feel about our youngest son. Sure. We're terrified of sending him to public school for the first time, high school, because he is so tender-hearted, yeah. and I don't want anybody to change that Going about him. Going from a homeschool environment into a public school environment, right? So, yeah, I found the Sergio Carolyn whole thing with the parents and. Sergio, and he called sex Tiki Tiki? Yes! It took me a minute to relate what he was talking about. Yeah, and then we it referred, dawned on me. Yeah, we referred to that. was like a, I think, a, one, our spinoff show. We couldn't quite, we've seen so much TV in the last 24 hours, we couldn't figure out where this conversation happened. But it was here. <laughs> Do you think that was a joke at all? No. You think it was real? Yeah. She that said they weren't he just giving about each other it morning, noon, and night. The business. He's 27. She's, what, pushing 50? That's kind of where they're yeah, at. 20 50. year difference. She's 50. So he's probably about 30 then. Yeah, because he said she's a 50 year old influencer, mm-hmm. remember? Wow. That Sergio's parents offered him money not to marry Carolyn Stanbury. Yeah. That is something. That's just fun. A little right? off topic for just a second. What? Do I That's look my as, job. Do I look as old as Caroline Stanbury? It's different. It's just different. Right? I mean, I know she wears a lot of makeup. Yeah, you can't tell what she really looks like. But, uh... You saw what she really looked like in that that flashback clip. Yeah. So you see she's had a lot of work done. Uh-huh. You can't tell because everything's surgically changed and pushed up and Yeah, but I feel like she does look old. And tanned. Her face looks – but you can't tell. You know what it is is when she's on those interviews, her legs are so shiny <sighs> that uh, my eyes are blinded. 
you know, they shoot them from a weird angle down low. That uh-huh. must be a production thing where, look, it's like a Fox News. Hey, look <laughs> at all my legs. So you can't really tell. I think I've seen 50-year-olds look older than she looks. Mm. You know? So it's hard to tell because you don't see them. And, and she's probably pretty careful. I'd have to go back and look at that episode like at the beginning where her and Sergio were in the bedroom eating uh-huh. where the dog peed on right. the, or something and, and see what she looked like there. If she was made up or not, that would uh-huh. be the time. But I can't imagine you'd see her not made up. Yeah. I think she's very much in control of how she's perceived. Her appearance, yeah. Yeah, especially if she's the global ambassador for uh, a hotel chain. <laughs> but how about that? Offered money for him not to marry her. Crazy. Yeah. That's something else. Tell you who we see. It's I.N. Chanel is in every scene. Yeah, she, she is. She is everywhere. And... And she is rocking whatever look. Yes. She comes out. Oh, my out. gosh. She can pull off those crazy feathers like nobody She's else. She's really worn. I think in episode one, season one, we were like, this is the worst person we have ever seen. She has grown on me. I, ha- I have to say I actually think I like her. Isn't that weird? <laughs> she's kind of fun, even though she's not. She she's just out there wild. Yeah. You know, she has the spirit of a 20-year-old, Yeah, and I but think she's that's, not 20. I think that's what's attractive about her. She is, I think, when you see these people, and you, people are real, yeah. right? What, however they are, I think, right. like in Beverly Hills, you see Sutton, and you go, Sutton's weird, but yeah. real, right? Yeah. And that's all you want. I don't want somebody putting a front on mm-hmm. for somebody or pretending to be somebody else. Because when you see somebody who's genuine, you go, you know what? I kind of like that person. Yeah. You see, like, uh, who is it, in Potomac, like Ashley. Right. You go, you know what, I bet you that's probably what you see here. Is what she is. Is probably Ashley. Right. right? Teresa is <laughs> Teresa, yeah. but you just don't like her. That's right. not likable. You get it. Who is the one there um, trying to think? I hate to bounce around from show to show, but um, in New Jersey. The one that's a friend now. She just turned into oh, a friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Blonde. Yeah, so you get you get those people who are who they really are. And you get that about Chanel. Right. This is who she is. Mm-hmm. Comes in in feathers at a tea party. <laughs> so funny. And you don't even think anything of it. No. She comes in dressed in yellow. She looks like a, a banana. canary. Yeah, a canary <laughs> would be it. It's Tweety Bird. Uh-huh. She goes in as dressed as Tweety Bird. And there's nothing to it. It's just who it is. That's who she is. So, I don't know. I don't know if the show sticks around or not. I hear there's a Real Housewives of Amsterdam coming out. Yeah. Well, it could be any... Maybe I think it's, Jesse will work his way in. I think it's like any of these somebody's shows. Somebody's side guy. It's about the people, <laughs> right? What do you think? Yeah, I don't Who knows? <laughs> But it's about the people. You get these characters, and you can if you can get through a couple of seasons and you get the right mix. But you get like a Stanberry and a Chanel, and you know they could anchor a show with hangers on. That's mm-hmm. completely doable. The whole Lisa, boy, Lisa and Stanberry. That was a neat thing. Lisa said something to Stanberry. Said, "I like you despite 
everything I've heard about you. Mm-hmm. And that Stanberry called her out on that. So that's not really – that's very passive aggressive mm-hmm. is what that is. You're saying I'm bad. You've heard I'm bad and that – so you're saying I'm bad and that you like me despite what everybody else says. Mm-hmm. It's not positive. Like I don't think that's good, you mm-hmm. know, at all. I do like – well, her daughter was a little pr- provocatively dressed. Did you happen to notice at that dinner no. what Stanbury's daughter was wearing? No, I was listening. Yeah, she was 15 and mm. it was not – how you'd like our daughter to be dressed out in public but she said the greatest thing they they were talking about toasts and the dad was like I don't want to make a toast I'm not going to say anything and the daughter said you know that she's got to prepare a toast but she said um, what was it Um, have some cake see you at the next one (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was great that's funny yeah but it was um you know, the whole thing was just... Um, and she said she was only planning to get married this one last time. Yeah. In response. I th- It was just, I like, you know, I think you need delivering these one-liners that, that make these shows happen. Sarah said something to, during the kid argument, um, she said something to um, Caroline Brooks, said that you're bleeding... What she said, you're bleeding on people who didn't cut you. Uh-huh. I went, wow, that That is, was a neat um, yes. little phrase so, there. I wonder yeah, I thought if, the same thing. You know, you think something like that would be like a phrase in another culture mm-hmm. translated into English. Right. I would. It just sounds like that has some basis of, like in America, it's not something we say. Uh-huh. But I'm sure it sounds like an old saying. Uh-huh. It has some age to it. We are going to cover, so what I want you to do is to stay tuned because we are going to talk about Atlanta for a few minutes at the end of this. It will be by subscription only for for those of you who are new to us. Check out our Apple channel. There's a whole tagline that will be at the end of this. You can see where to get our inside scoop of Real Housewife. Uh, and 90 Day Fiance and Reality Roundup where we talk about Seeking Sister Life we talk about People Big World People Big World we talk about the family Chantel right now and I'm sure there's something else there's definitely another show because there's four of them oh (laughs) it it is uh, Welcome to Plathville oh yes which is the hot one right now so we talk about the most so stick around stay tuned for that Thank you for listening. You can hear the rest of this episode and exclusive 90-day Real Housewives and personal podcast content on Patreon, Supercast, or our Apple channel for less than $4 a month. Just search for Coupled with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player.